Welcome to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. I'm your host, Nolan Bicknell, with my co-host, Robert Zirk. Today on River City 360, it is our final week of coverage for Nourishing Potential, the Winnipeg Foundation initiative that's helping kids make healthy food choices. Up first, Robert visits West Broadway Youth Outreach and has a great conversation with their director, Ken Opalik, and their assistant director, Ray Eskrit. They'll tell us about how Nourishing Potential is helping provide their participants with fresh food and about an upcoming film festival that you will not want to miss. And we're also joined in studio a little bit later on by Robin Peters of the Boys and Girls Clubs in Winnipeg. She'll tell us about how their organization is helping today's youth. And finally, our weekly visit from Noah Ehrenberg of Community News Commons and what's been happening in the world of citizen journalism. We've got all this, some classic music, and much, much more on today's episode of River City 360. Welcome everyone to RC360. My name, as I said, Nolan Bicknell, sitting with my co-host Robert Zirk. We both hope that you're having a wonderful Sunday morning. Uh, Coming up after the break, Robert will take you on a trip to the West Broadway Youth Outreach Center. But first, we're going to start things off with a song. So here's Let's Twist Again by Chubby Checker right here on River City 360. listening to River City 360. Nolan Bicknell here with Robert Zirk. And Robert, I understand you took a little visit this past week to West Broadway Youth Outreach Center. That's right. Um, So I went to West Broadway Youth Outreach. uh, What kind of things did you see? A little bit earlier this week. Um, 
It is a very interesting space. They had two spaces okay. in the city. Uh, they recently expanded to a third, uh, so they're kind of busy coordinating that. Um, I went to uh, their location at uh, Broadway and Balmoral, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, you know what, the they have a variety of programs, and uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of positive energy. Uh, you can really I got to speak with Ken Opalik and uh, Ray Eskrit, and uh, you know they're both very passionate about what they do and and uh, very enthusiastic about helping uh, youth uh, all throughout the community and uh, and as well throughout Winnipeg. By the time we started doing the interview. There were so many stories that I wanted to uh, to make sure that were were covered mm-hmm. here, and that uh, we would be able to share with our listeners because it's really amazing the work that they do. Uh, so unfortunately, we can't fit the entire interview. Actually, I think I spoke with them for over an hour. Well, we only uh, have a half hour show here, <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to really fly. So uh, evidently, we can't fit it all into here this week. I did get to speak to them about how Nourishing Potential is uh, helping their participants access fresh foods. And uh, there's a really great event coming up as well. Now, if, if you think that you're going to be missing out on those other great stories... Don't worry about it because we will we will revisit those we can stories. Run them in a future show. Absolutely, yep. okay, um, they you know what they should be heard because the it's it's really amazing and and uh, there's a lot of really positive stuff going on. That's great. Uh, so, but for now, um, we'll turn the focus a little bit to nourishing potential and uh, how it's helping youth in West Broadway and beyond. We always give the kids at least two snacks a day because some of our kids are lacking in food security in their homes. So we may have a seven-year-old who comes to us at 3.30, 4 o'clock and hasn't eaten yet that day. Um, and we do get food assistance from Winnipeg Harvest, but unfortunately because we're getting it through the food bank, fresh fruits and vegetables, fresh milk, um, things like that are off the menu because they're, um, they would rot, basically, by the time we got to them. So having the Nourishing Potential Grant means that we can provide these kids with fresh fruits and vegetables and things that they haven't necessarily tried before. We know that they're getting what it is they need. So a, a lot of our kids, they might say, have behavioral problems, but for some reason those behavioral problems disappear once they've got a full stomach. Definitely. And often, before we moved on, move on to the next activity, there's usually like a half an hour discussion about the fact that I had no idea. I've heard of kiwis. I've never tasted a kiwi. But it's, it's a weird name, but it's amazing. I'm all about like, like the emotional moments that can spark, if not um, cultivate growth, right? Mm-hmm. And those are great moments where, you know, there'll be the conversations not only with our volunteer chefs, but, you know, with Ray, myself, and our other co-workers, where these kids are going on and on. Those experiences, those food experiences. We have a Wednesday night cooking club where we have volunteer chefs come in and teach the kids how to cook from scratch. So they might make something like borscht, or we made gnocchi from scratch, or we'll make things like lasagna from scratch to, to give them the experience of cooking on their own. But yeah, it's really nice to know that at least they're getting their proper nutrition as so they can focus at school, they can grow properly, they won't have um, health problems or growth stunts or um, brain stunts or anything like that. Not on of, our watch. 
the fact that we're able to provide food for them because of generous donors helps me sleep at night. Healthy eating is such a like it's such an important building block to do all those things that you were mentioning to get those straight A's or to do really well at sports. Definitely, yeah. and uh, of course that's basically uh, the fertilizer for the confidence, right? And once the confidence is in place, and you know, one yeah. less thing for people to worry about when they're sending their kids somewhere. Like, oh, what am I going to feed my kid for supper tonight? What am I going to feed them? Um, when they get home, they don't have to worry about that so much. So if you are working, if you're a single parent working two jobs to keep a roof over your child's head, um, one less worry is a little bit of a happier home for everybody. Um, and that means a happier community for everybody. So you also have the, we are talking a little bit earlier about the Dreams Film Festival. Tell us a little bit about that, and uh, it's coming up this week, I believe. September 11th, uh, it's a Friday. It starts at 7 p.m., goes till 10 p.m., and it'll be at the Winnipeg Art Gallery. Tickets are $15. You can get them on our website, westbroadwayyouthoutreach.com, or you can come to any of our programming sites and, and pick them up in person. And tickets are going fast, so you should totally get one. It, it covers food, it covers your entertainment, there's live music, there's um, films by filmmakers all over Manitoba. And our kids get the royal treatment. We uh, take them out to the restaurant, uh, whose owner came through our program as a child, is giving them this amazing dinner. Uh, we went out and we bought them all new red carpet clothes. They get a limo ride from the restaurant to the WAG. They come out on a red carpet with paparazzi snapping pictures and screaming their name. And they get all their photos taken and we shout for autographs. And then we get to watch this fabulous movie that they made. They did all the writing, all the costumes, all the directing themselves. It's truly made for kids. Yeah, and if you want to purchase a ticket, you can. If you um, can't come that night, but you'd like to contribute, you can still purchase a ticket and donate it back, and we will pass along to a family who wouldn't otherwise be able to afford to go. And every penny comes back to the West Broadway program. Yes. Um, it all goes to provide uh, career mentorship programs, it goes to provide homework supplies, it goes to provide staffing for people to sit and spend 16 hours coming up with math games for kids to play, it goes towards buying new instruments for our music programs, it provides for the program. Um, so it's money well spent, and we're a small organization, but we can stretch a dollar, so it's a worthy donation. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Ken and Ray, both of you, for talking to me today and sharing these great stories with me. Thanks, Robert. After the break, we'll be joined in studio by Robin Peters of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Winnipeg, and she'll tell us about their food programs, as well as an exciting fundraiser that involves a delicious meal of local food. But first, here's Lonely People by the band America, right here on RC360. This is for all the lonely people Thinking that life has passed them by Silver cup and ride that highway in the sky. This is for all the single people thinking that love has left them dry. Don't give up until you 
to River City 360. Robert Zirk here with my co-host Nolan Bicknell and I'm now joined by Robin Peters. She's the manager of children's education programs at Boys and Girls Clubs of Winnipeg. Robin, thank you so much for joining me in studio today. Thanks for having me. So first off, tell our listeners about the Boys and Girls Clubs of Winnipeg and the different programs that the clubs offer. Well, the Boys and Girls Clubs of Winnipeg has been around for about 36 years now. We operate in 10 clubs that are located throughout Winnipeg. Uh, We offer drop-in for children. They can come and just hang out or play some games. There's computer labs at some of our uh, clubs where they can do homework, learn how to use a computer. We focus on sort of a number of different areas. We have sports and recreation, health and wellness, uh, education, career development, arts and culture, you name it. Uh, Lots of things that we offer. We work with children that are age 6 to 18. All of our programming is free. And we have a number of other enhanced programs. A couple of the ones that I work with is Power Up, which is an after-school program, and CSI, which stands for Community School Investigators Summer Learning Program, which is a five-week program that runs through the summer. How many participants take part in Boys and Girls Clubs programs? Annually, we probably have three to 5,000. Wow. So I want to focus on Power Up, which uh, helps provide healthy food and nutrition education to kids in after-school programs. Power Up is an after-school program. Uh, runs two days a week, and children in elementary school, so grade one to six, come right after school, start off with a snack, and then uh, work on different activities on math and literacy. Uh, We sort of refer to it as a homework club, but it's really more than that. It's really helping the children uh, learn some good study habits and give them that extra support during the school year. And so we hire university students as the facilitators, and so it gives them a learning opportunity as well. And we also recruit uh, high school students from the local high school who become teen mentors to the young people. And throughout the summer, you also have, uh, as you mentioned, community school investigators, which also provides healthy food to kids as well. Can you talk a little bit about that program and how Nourishing Potential plays a role in supporting that program as well? Absolutely. Uh, CSI is uh, run in 13 schools in the Winnipeg School Division for five weeks, starting right after the long weekend in July. And again, it's for children age uh, grade one to six. And uh, they come together for the full day from nine till three. And so we walk, uh, start with a walking school bus where we go around and collect the children, bring them to the school, and they all have breakfast together. We hire food coordinators who prepare the food for both the children and the staff. And then in the morning, they focus on academics. So they're looking at math and literacy. 
and then they have lunch all together and then in the afternoon they're either going swimming or going on other field trips and other enriching opportunities. Uh, they found that children who don't have those enriching opportunities over the summer have a higher summer learning loss. So when they come back to school in September, teachers have told us it takes a few months for them to get caught back up to what they learned back in June. So it's an important, uh, an important program, and nutrition is definitely a huge part of that. So we provide them uh, healthy food uh, throughout the day, help them get started for the day. For a lot of children, this might be the only food that they're eating during the week. And so, you know, a lot of our children have relied on the school programs during the school year, and so to give them that extra five weeks during the summer is definitely beneficial. What has the response been from the participants and the parents? Oh, we've had a great response. Uh, We have parents actually usually by September are asking if their children can be involved in CSI for next year already. Uh, They look forward to them not only being a part of the enriching opportunities, but the food as well is definitely a big part of it. Um, our food coordinators are very creative too. They uh, they find ways to introduce new foods to the children that they don't always know. So one, just to give you an example, one of our food coordinators prepared zucchini and cottage cheese pancakes. Oh. So the kids had no idea they were eating vegetables for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. And speaking of food, you also have an event coming up a couple weeks from now. Uh, so it's on the 20th called the 100 mile dinner and that involves uh some fresh local food uh could you tell me a little bit more about that event yeah this is one of our fundraisers we in, um, have a number of chefs from around the city that come and prepare food and the idea is that all the food it comes within 100 miles of winnipeg and so they come and uh, it's open to the public it's at the kaboto center doors open at 5 30 and tickets are 125 dollars all the details are on our website, so anybody can go on the website for details. But it's a, it's a great evening. Uh, we have some entertainment, and it's usually about a five-course meal. So it takes uh, quite a while to sort of enjoy each part of the meal, and the chefs will come out and tell us about the meal and what they prepared and, and what's all included. So it's quite an evening. So you mentioned uh, that people can uh, go online to learn more about the Boys and Girls Clubs of Winnipeg. Uh, Is there other things that people can do if they want to get involved or support the organization? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're always looking for volunteers at our clubs. Uh, If people want to just come and uh, hang out with the kids or, you know, do some reading or help them with homework, uh, anytime we're looking for volunteers to come out, especially as we're coming up to Christmas time. We always have lots of Christmas parties that we have and uh, events that are going on so people can volunteer for that. And again, they can simply go on our website and contact our volunteer coordinator, and she does all that planning for us and organizing of that. All right. And uh, the website, again, that people can visit is? bgcwinnipeg.ca. Perfect. Thank you so much, Robin Peters, for joining me today from the Boys and Girls Clubs of Winnipeg. Thanks for having me. Thanks for that, Robert. And thanks again to Robin Peters of the Boys and Girls Club of Winnipeg. Um, I just want to take a, a moment here, Robert, to remind our listeners that there are actually only two days left in the Winnipeg Foundation's Nourishing Potential Summer Campaign. We've been covering that for probably nine or ten weeks now, so and there's only two days left. That's right. Actually, less than 48 hours to go oh, geez. at the time of this broadcast. So every week we've been featuring stories about how Nourishing Potential is helping to provide healthy food and nutrition education to youth throughout our city. Uh, you know, you've heard about the impact. We've also spoken with the Winnipeg Foundation CEO, Rick Frost, uh, and he's told us about the positive impact. And we've also spoken to donor and ambassador, Jonathan Taves, and he 
shared with us why he felt so passionate about it and why he lent his name to the campaign. If you want to help the Nourishing Potential Fund grow, you can still make a gift after the campaign ends. However, if you want an opportunity to potentially be a recognized donor and potentially receive Winnipeg Jets tickets, today and tomorrow are your last opportunities to make an eligible gift. Yeah, 11.59 p.m. on September 7th. 2015 is the the last time you can make a, a gift and, and be a potentially recognized donor to see hometown boy Jonathan Taves take on the Winnipeg Jets. Um, and there are two ways that you can make a gift before this campaign ends. So you can go to our website the uh, online at wpgfdn.org, or you can make a $5 gift directly from your smartphone. So if you have an iPhone or an Android device, you can text the word GOAL, that's G-O-A-L to 45678. Again, that's G-O-A-L, like you're scoring a goal, to 45678. And that'll make a one-time gift of $5 that gets uh, deducted straight from your phone bill. Yes, and be sure to confirm your gift and enter your email address at the link in the follow-up message if you want to opt into the donor recognition activity and potentially get Winnipeg Jets tickets, as we said earlier. So again, that's goal, text the word goal, to 45678 to make a $5 gift to Nourishing Potential and be sure to make your gift and be sure to opt in before Monday, September 7th at 11.59pm. Thank you for listening to River City 360. Nolan Bicknell here, joined by my co-host Robert Zirk and our third guest, Noah Ehrenberg. He's the convener of Community News Commons, a citizen journalism project in partnership with the Winnipeg Foundation. Noah, thanks for joining us. It's great to be here. So everyone has probably heard a TED Talk in their life. Um, They are a hugely popular series of very, very interesting and informative uh, talks, basically, on a whole wide array of subjects. And I understand Mm -hmm. Winnipeg, uh, specifically, is, is getting a couple events about TED Talks. Exactly. Um, this week, uh, Cole Lazarick, citizen reporter, um, wrote a story about TEDx Kildonan. Uh, of course, TED believes in the power of ideas, and um, TEDx Kildonan is more focused on the power of ideas here in Winnipeg. And so this will be the latest, and um, they hope the greatest um, TEDx event to hit Winnipeg. It'll be a day of change, motivation, creativity, new ideas, inspiration, and um, yeah, our listeners can find all uh, all about this uh, by reading this story on Community News Commons and different ways to participate in it. You can attend, volunteer, you can apply to speak. Uh, Cole Lazarick does a great job just uh, talking about this uh, upcoming event uh, here in Winnipeg called TEDx Kildonan. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You were telling us earlier about an ultra cycling event mm-hmm. coming, or tell us a little bit about our listeners a little bit about this. Well, another story that was uh, on Community News Commons this week uh, was from Susan Hubert, citizen reporter, and she did a radio interview, a podcast interview with a fellow by the name of Arvid Lowen. And Arvid took a bike ride about 22 years ago, a really, really long bike <laughs> ride, and it would have been sort of an inconsequential event in his life. However, what it did was mark the beginning of his passionate participation in the world of ultra marathon cycling. And he spent a number of years doing these ultra marathon cycling events. And then about uh, five, six years ago, he decided to quit his job and basically devote his life full time to raising money for orphan children using the oh, vehicle wow. of ultra marathon cycling as a way to raise money. And so it's a very interesting interview. The story is called When Quitting is Not an Option. And it's an interview that citizen reporter Susan Hubert does with ultra marathon cycling 
cyclist and now uh, charity um, fundraising uh, marathoner, uh, Arvid Lowen. As if regular marathons weren't enough, hey? Exactly. Now we have ultra marathons to make us feel bad about ourselves, <laughs> well, right? Could you imagine what it's like to be on a bicycle uh, for 20 hours a day for two weeks no, straight? No, I can't. <laughs> 20 minutes and, I, and my legs are exhausted. Well, so. it is inspiring. That's and, incredible. Uh, <laughs> um, so where can our listeners go to read these stories and, and many others submitted by our great citizen journalists? Uh, communitynewscommons.org. Uh, cncwpg.org just google community news commons basically there's very various different ways to get there communitynewscommons.org is the easiest and you can log well you can register and uh, be become a citizen reporter and as the editor of uh, uh, cnc i will help uh, you tell your stories sounds great so every week we like you to bring in a featured local song um which uh what song have you brought for us this week well, I thought we'd focus on a uh, young musician named Micah Visser. He's a solo artist from Winnipeg. Uh, he's got a few uh, scrappy EPs under his belt, um, and he has a, a recent release uh, just uh, in April that's called, uh, it is called OK Night. And uh, I thought uh, we'd feature Micah Visser this, uh, this week. He's going to be playing at the Harvest Moon Festival on September the 18th as well as the West End Cultural Centre on October the 2nd, so you can catch him live. But uh, here is his title track from OK Night, called OK Night, here on River City 360 on CGNU 93.7 FM. You were standing like a fly on the wall in an old loft apartment, a city covered in salt. I saw you, and I knew you. I've been living about the way you'd expect, I was always Thank you for listening to River City 360. That's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening, and a big thank you to all of our guests this week, Robin Peters of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Winnipeg, Ken Opalik and Ray Eskrit of West Broadway Youth Outreach, and Noah Ehrenberg of Community News Commons. If you'd like to hear more views and news from around Winnipeg or listen to any of our past episodes, please visit rivercity360.org. That's rivercity360.org. River City 360, Views and News from Around Winnipeg, is a project of the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with Community News Commons and CJNU 93.7 FM. Please give us a call on our listener line. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, so you can call 204-944-9474, extension 290, and leave us a comment uh, about this show. Where you can request a song for a future show or, su- or su- suggest a topic for a future show. Uh, so again, that's 204 204- 944-9474, extension 290. 
And we're also on Twitter and Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at RiverCity360, or you can search for RiverCity360 on Facebook and find us there. I'm Nolan Bicknell for RiverCity360. And I'm Robert Zerg. Thank you again so much for listening. We will see you next week. Have a great Sunday. Thank you.